0: Welcome to the Goddess Talk Podcast, a platform inspiring you to remember your power, step into your divine purpose, and activate your most fulfilling, abundant life. Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and soul-led business. I'm so grateful to have you with me. Let's jump in. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. I am recording a solo episode for you today, and I'm super excited. I've been really feeling the inspiration and the nudge to record more solo episodes for you and also more video content. If you're on Instagram, you can expect to keep seeing more live videos from me. Um, And today, what I really wanted to bring to you is a little chat about how feminine healing has changed my life. Um, This is really the topic that I am most passionate about. It's the topic that weaves into every facet of my work. And it really feels like this is the um, primary work that my soul is here on this planet to do. And so in this episode, I'm going to give you 10 ways that feminine healing has impacted my life. And honestly, it feels like every part of my life has been impacted by this work. Um, so it was hard to fit it into just 10, but I wanted to, for the sake of simplicity, um, condense as much as I could into 10 elements and yeah, just share what felt the most significant and what felt like it would be most relevant to all of you who listen. So I'm really excited to bring this to you. And just to be clear, when I say heal my relationship to the feminine, I mean both to my womanhood, and also to the feminine as an essence, as a quality, as an energy, as a universal force, um, the, the quality of the feminine as well as what it means to be a woman on this planet. So I'm going to be giving you both aspects of feminine healing in this conversation And before I get into it, I wanted to say two quick things. The first is I have space to mentor with me one-on-one in a feminine healing journey. Um, And I'm going to be sharing more about that at the end of this episode. Um, But so just know if you are interested in hearing more about that, if you've been curious about working together, I will be sharing more details on that at the end of this episode. And also the application will be linked um, in the show notes and there are always more details, more information on tangibles and, um, yeah, what that journey is all about if you would like to take a look. And then also, I recently put together a playlist called Come Alive Woman that is totally free. It's on Spotify. It's been a huge hit already. I've been sharing it on my Instagram and my email list and, It is essentially just a pretty epic mix of songs that I put together into a playlist for either the days that you maybe feel a little bit disconnected from yourself or you're feeling a little bit um, depleted or maybe uninspired, verging on burnout, or maybe you just feel Um, disconnected from your turn-on, your desire, or the days where you are already feeling really juiced up and turned on and in pleasure, but you just want to amplify that and feel more fully alive, there is something in this playlist for all of it. Um, So yeah, whatever you need to connect to yourself in presence, and give yourself any dose of nourishment in any given day, whatever that looks like, this is your playlist. So there is something if you need like slowness and sweetness and tenderness, if you need to have a little bit of a release, if you're wanting to do some rewilding, do a good shake, um, have a good scream, run around barefoot outside, there's some epic instrumentals to do that. Um, If you're wanting to connect to power and inner fire and confidence, there's songs for that. Um, Or maybe you're wanting to drop into your sensuality, um, feel really vital in your sexual essence. um, There's some spicier songs on there for that. Whatever it is that you're needing, I got you. It's a really good playlist and I have it linked in the show notes for you as well. And I think that is everything I have for you before we get into these 10 ways that feminine healing has changed my life. All right, let's get into it, shall we? So I do want to say as well that I'm not going to be covering any of the 10 topics super in depth in this episode, but I feel like, confident that each of them could probably be their own episode. So if anything that I say or mention really speaks to you or intrigues you, then definitely reach out to me after listening. Um, You can send me a message on Instagram and let me know if you'd like a separate episode. I can go much more in depth um, on anything that I mentioned today and I'd be more than happy to do that if you would like. Okay, so the first thing that I really want to say and speak to is that I've really noticed that I have discovered my power in some of the most unexpected places, right? Some of the places that for most of my life I carried such immense shame around have now become the portals to my purpose, my power, my pleasure, They hold such deep wisdom and knowledge. And I'm so grateful that I was guided to reconnect to these spaces, right? So I'm talking like my emotions. For the longest, for most of my life, I had such an aversion to my deep feeling and sensitivity. I saw it as a burden. I saw it as a weakness. I thought the idea of being with my emotions felt gross to me I felt really afraid to be seen in my sensitivity I wanted to like hide that side of myself and now I'm fully aware that my emotions are carriers of information carriers of wisdom and I hold them with such honor I make such I make so much space in my life to be with what I'm feeling same thing with my intuition right I always thought like Logic was superior. I rationalized everything through the mind. I thought people that followed their hearts were reckless and irrational and irresponsible. And now I hold my intuition with like the utmost respect and reverence. I trust my intuition so deeply more than anything. Um, Same thing with my body. I know this is such a big peace for all women right like we've been trained for our entire lives to hate our bodies to pick apart our bodies to see our bodies as just wrong in every way it's it's always it's too much or it's not enough it's never just right and so of course we're so disconnected from our bodies we're disconnected from our needs we have really learned to see our our menstrual cycle as dirty and like something like secretive, something to be hidden. Um, When, again, like the body is here for us, our cyclical nature is beautiful. And when we can learn to live in harmony with our cyclical nature, rather than trying to override and push past, so much opens up for us in our lives. It's not like this curse that we have rhythms. It's like so beautiful that we get to have... You know, weeks where we are really forward-moving and action-oriented and high-energy, and then we have weeks where we get to be really inward and reflective and slow down and integrate. Right? We're not meant to live in this linear way, and it's actually such—it's—it's it's a much more beautiful way to do life. And we will, um, I think, feel so much more aligned with our power when we learn how to really embrace this rather than always feeling like we need to, again, like push past or overcome this. Um, and of course, same thing with, you know, sexuality, right? Like sexuality was such a, a a naughty, like hidden thing that no one should know about. Like we're so, we would, we're made to feel so wrong um, for being sexual beings as women when again, sexual energy is such a powerful creative energy. I mean, it, that is the most potent form of life force um and as women we are creators we're birthers we are so life-giving naturally and when we're disconnected from our sexuality when we're disconnected from pleasure um we are disconnected from our ability to create fully and so Yeah, it's just been such an alchemical experience of finding that, whoa, literally these areas that I learned to hate the most and turn the farthest away from are actually, truly where my power lies um, more than anywhere else. Okay, the next thing that I would say is that I, the way that I direct my life and the way that I lead myself, where I am guided from in my life, is totally different than it used to be. So I used to really live in survival mode. I played everything safe. Um, I followed the shoulds. I followed the um, conditioned path. Um, a very like very traditional trajectories and timelines. I did everything that I was supposed to do. Um, definitely, you know, good girl identity, a lot of people pleasing. I was afraid of, um, you know, failure and risks and I was afraid of rejection and judgment from other people, disappointing other people. Uh, I didn't really believe that it was possible to move in the direction of your heart and your desire And now I just have a a totally different experience. Um, I've really stepped into my worth. I've raised my standards. um, I've stepped into my power. I've expanded what was possible. I've released guilt around this and fear around this and doubt. And I move in the direction of my spirit, of my um, intuitive knowing, of my heart desire of where passion and my inner fire are leading me. I follow my pussy and my turn-on and I trust and I lean into where these spaces are calling me in the small micro daily choices like what am I going to what's my morning practice gonna look like what am I gonna eat Today, where am I going to go in my day? How am I going to structure my workflow to, like, where am I going to live? Where am I called to travel? Who do I want to reach out to? Like, who am I inspired to connect with or date? Or, um, like, what project do I want to work on? Um, what offer am I going to, you know, open up next in my business? Like, everything is directed um, from these spaces. And then number three is that I, and many of you, if you've listened to a number of episodes on the show, you will know that I have experienced um, lots of chronic burnout. Um, I had a lot of like type A, overachieving, perfectionistic tendencies in my past, Um, and I had a chronic autoimmune illness. Um, I struggled with an eating disorder at one point. Um, I've experienced anxiety and depression. And what I have found is all of these were in some way connected to my withholding of pleasure, my either not feeling worthy of pleasure or feeling like pleasure was unsafe or feeling like pleasure was this something to be Earned it was some kind of a reward, um, and also a denial of my needs, um, a an addiction to like overriding my needs and pushing past them. Um, you know, I like remember I used to eat with all sorts of food rules and deny myself pleasure and um, like avoid that like feel really. Um, repulsed at the idea of indulgence or um, enjoyment. All of my workouts were very bland and like extremely intense, like boot camp classes. Um, Growing up, I was involved in like multiple sports at a time. Um, I was just constantly overriding the needs of my body and really denying my need to um, have rhythm and Have deep rest and deep ease and deep pleasure in my experience. And so it was in learning how to feel safe with these feminine qualities um, that allowed me to invite them back into my experience and move out of some really challenging, um, really challenging situations with my health and actually get to a space where I now feel really vital and free really vital in my body and really free when it comes to health my experience of health is that it feels really effortless it used to feel like a huge struggle to feel healthy and like so many things needed to go right and I needed to have so many things managed and keep track of so many things it was very very um like masculine and regimented and disciplined and I feel like there is so much more freedom in my experience of health and then number four is the work that I do in the world. So obviously, you all know that I um, have, you know, a platform online where I'm here to share this work with the world and I do coaching um, and, you know, I'm in the, the healing space as well. And this was this was a really big um, this was no small feat. Right? Like, I came from a background of really believing, again, that intellect was superior, that it was all about education and um, fancy credentials and a really prestigious corporate job and being career focused. um, And also, like, was very much in a limited and unsupportive relationship with work like work felt very exhausting and depleting and again there was a lot of discipline required in my work work looked like me sitting down and typing on a laptop or being in meetings or um, you know being at a university like work was there was a very specific way that work looked and now I've really reclaimed um, my gifts my wisdom and my emotional intelligence as something of deep value, um, not as something that like you know is gonna be. It's you know like for a long time there was this idea that like if you want to make money in this world, hard sciences is where it's at. That's the only thing that's valuable. Soft sciences, emotional intelligence, those things are nice, but we're not gonna pay you for those, and they're just not nearly as important, right? And now I've really reclaimed the value that those. Um, that those bring to this world and allow myself to create a, a job and a business around um, my voice, my message, um, and my gifts as well. And also the way that I work is much more in harmony with my feminine nature. So my work... A very small amount of my work is like me sitting down and like hustling on a laptop. That's definitely a part of it. And of course, I have, you know, calls and, um, and like tangible work to get done, of course. But also, my work looks like me meditating in the morning, um, me connecting with spirit. Um, my work looks like me going into the forest or going to the water and connecting with nature. Um, my work looks like me getting to have amazing conversations with women that feel like sisters, whether I'm having conversations for this podcast or I'm having client conversations, um, or I'm, you know, engaging on social media. Like it's incredible the women that I get to engage with. And that's so different than people that I used to work with in like different jobs and internships and school. Like it's just a totally different experience. Um, that now like dance and movement and music and all different types of pleasure, like my work feels like something that brings so much joy and so much vibrance. It energizes me um, and it's completely different than how I used to think about work. My work feels much more integrated with who I am as a person and my life in general. Okay, where are we at now? Number five. Okay, so there's a lot I could say on number five, but I will, I'm gonna keep this one fairly brief. I, through feminine healing, I have a really different relationship with um, God and with spirituality than I once did. So I grew up in a really religious home where, um, I really felt that my relationship with with God was, again, very shame-driven and very sin-driven. These are, these are becoming themes of this episode, right? Um, I felt like I was not, you know, loved in my wholeness. I felt like there was so much that I needed to hide from God. I felt like I couldn't be fully close in close relationship with God. Um, and so as I've sort of unraveled some of these limiting ideas that I had about spirituality, um, some of the ways that I've, you know, felt religion has really um, rejected and denied the feminine as well. Um, I have developed a beautiful relation, a close relationship with God that is not necessarily dependent on any religion or form of spirituality. And it feels really beautiful to be in a space where I can truly lay my whole heart down to God and feel truly supported and cared for and protected and guided um, through my spirituality. Uh, And that was definitely not the experience that I had before. Um, So yeah, I could definitely say more on that. That could certainly be a whole episode, but I think I'm going to leave it there. So the next thing that I have found is a difference in my relationship with men. So for a long time, I was really afraid to be seen in my softness, in my sensitivity, um, to be vulnerable with men, like particularly men that I was in romantic relationship with. And I really believed that... Men were not willing to meet me in my wholeness, to love all parts of me, to see me in my totality. And so I denied that piece of myself. And as I have really um, reclaimed that part of myself, I have felt so much safer to relax into my feminine nature around men. And I've given myself so much permission And so much spaciousness to to let those parts of me come forward and to invite my partner to see me in my expression. And of course, that has deepened intimacy and deepened passion and love and care and connection um, and even increased the depth of sexual experience as well. So yeah, so much has changed in my relationship with men, but that particularly feels like one of the most significant. Okay, so the next thing that I would say is my relationship with other women has also shifted pretty substantially. So a lot of you have probably heard of the sisterhood wound, and that was definitely something that was alive within me for many, many years, Um, right? Like being in competition with other women, um, having like, spoken or unspoken rivalry with other women, trying to be the best, um, trying to be better than others, whatever it may be. And I now have such supportive connections with other sisters. I'm friends with a lot of women that do similar work to me and it never feels like there's any kind of competition. Um, We cheer each other on more than anyone else. Um, I've been able to create much more again depth um, in my connections with women and really share so much more of my heart and um, so much more of my personality as well like really be fully seen underneath all of the labels and masks and different roles that we play out and identities that we hold like just being so deeply seen with other women as well and it's been so 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 beautiful and On that note, I would also say that I have noticed that I have, as I have stepped away from the shoulds and the rules and um, right and wrong ways to be in this world, I've also really come to embrace my unique beauty, my unique radiance, and embrace that in other women as well and feel really confident in that and celebrate the different expressions of beauty and the different expressions of radiance and love the things about myself that make me unique and no longer trying to keep up with like societal standards of beauty, um, but connecting to um, beauty as more of a quality within myself first and then seeing that reflected um, you know, externally as well. All right, loves. Number nine is my voice and expression. So I have found so much more worthiness around using my voice to express my needs, to express my desires, and release guilt and shame and fear of being too much um, that came up around my voice, or of it being not enough or whatever um, was associated with my voice, Um, I have become so much more fully expressed and feel so much more empowered in using my voice. And I would also say that in my expression, I feel so much more free to be authentically me and to know that that is perfect and beautiful and um yeah I just feel so much more permission to be in my authentic expression right so I used to have a lot of these a lot of masks especially being in like corporate or um academic spaces of like needing to be really professional needing to be really reserved um needing to be like likable and respectable and appropriate um or agreeable, like um, needing to be easygoing or flexible or not wanting to inconvenience anyone, um, or needing to be really nice, not wanting to be seen as bratty or bitchy or whatever. you know, being cute, not wanting to be seen as sexy or slutty or sleazy or whatever. So many ways that I've denied so many parts of myself um, and hidden them and shamed them, rejected them, um, that I've now just given myself full permission to be seen and expressed in. And it is very, very liberating um, to be free to be you. All right, number 10 is that I live a very, I would say, full-spectrum, multidimensional, rich experience. Um, I feel, I would say that I feel wide open. I feel surrendered to life. I feel all in in my life. I feel like I am... um, really in touch with my aliveness and turn on I don't feel that I'm in resistance I trust that life is for me I'm here for it all um, so I you know used to live this very narrow one-dimensional life I was very afraid of any emotion that was considered bad or difficult or challenging. I was very attached to things going really easily for me, like really convenient emotions, like just low-grade happiness was what I wanted all the time. It never really dipped lower than that, but I also never experienced anything beyond that. And I was also very much a victim to my circumstances. So I would feel often like really frustrated. I wanted to be somewhere that I wasn't. Um, I like always wanted to be on vacation. I hated my reality. Like I lived for the weekends. Um, I would rush through my workday. I would rush through traffic. I was always trying to get to the the next destination. Um, And now I would say that I... I almost go through my life like I'm making art with my moment. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me say that. I feel like I've been saying that a lot recently. Um, but it's true. Like, that is how I approach my life. I am here for it all. So I feel a full spectrum of emotions. I mean, I'm open to contrast in my experience. I'm open to difficulty. I'm open to challenge. I believe that even things that feel painful um generally speaking i mean we can talk about like trauma and um you know really difficult experiences are potentially a different conversation but in general right like the natural ebb and flow of life i'm open to that i'm open to um the cycles of life i'm not attached to any particular feeling or experience and so i'm all in i feel the full range And I also find beauty. I find magic. I experience miracles all the time. I can, like, I feel like I am turned on and, like, sitting in traffic, making dinner, making my coffee in the morning. My life feels deeply pleasurable. It doesn't feel like I'm going through the motions. I feel like I am oriented towards beauty um, in my everyday life. So it's just a totally different quality of life where I'm much more surrendered and um, much more open, um, much more free, way less of a victim to my circumstances. And I um, I celebrate mystery and yeah, I um, just feel like my life is so full and filling um, And I just receive so much from the smallest things. So that is my list of ten ways that healing my relationship to the feminine has impacted my life. Um, Again, I could share quite a bit more on every single one of these. So if any particular um, topic that I mentioned really spoke to you, please send me a DM and let me know and I will create another episode and go way more into depth for you. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to share what was possible um, on the other side of saying yes to a feminine healing journey and give you some tangible um, some tangible transformations that you can expect when you say yes to this type of work. Um, Firsthand, from my experience, and many of these I've also seen within my clients as well. And with that, I also want you to know that I have space in my one on one mentorship program for a handful of you to come on a journey with me. The intention is that you will leave the container feeling like you are reclaimed, you have reclaimed your voice, your body, your emotions, your softness and sensitivity and your sensuality, your sexuality, your intuition and wisdom, like you've really unleashed your radiance and also like you have invited pleasure back into your life, like you feel safe to drop into rest and nourishment and ease and play like you feel safe to be in your feminine essence. You feel safe to be in receptivity, to receive from others, to receive from life, to receive from God. You feel safe to be in deep trust and openness and surrender so that you can really live as the wild, desire-led, spirit-fueled, passion-filled open-hearted, fully expressed woman that I really believe you were born to be. So this will be a space for you to have full permission to be who you truly are. It will be a safe space for you to take off all of the masks that you've been wearing and be truly and deeply seen. It will be a space for you to drop into your natural, innate way of being to remember your power. Um, to release any shame that you've been holding, conscious or unconscious, Um, to walk away from the shoulds, the conditioned path, really learn the art of following your heart and your spirit, your desire, your turn on, your pussy to guide you through this life and step out of this identity of being this good girl, people-pleasing, like playing it safe, survival mode living woman in this world. So if you have any interest around this um, or if you want to learn more, um, you can head straight to the application. If you're like, I know that I want this um, and are ready to apply, feel free to dive right in. Um, I recommend setting aside some spacious um time for you to really have a sweet yummy time going through that application um set up a beautiful space for yourself and really drop in um you can also go there to just check out details you can send me a dm on instagram at i am kristen lynch if you want to just connect and chat more and see how this program um not really a program how this mentorship could support you specifically Um, I'd be more than happy to connect with you and explore this journey together. And I think that's everything that I want to share. I'm really excited to bring this, this wisdom and this beautiful... Um, homecoming journey to any of you who feel the call I know a lot of us are feeling this right now and so it feels like there couldn't be a better time for me to really be focusing on my one-on-one spaces so I am super honored and excited to invite you to come work with me and I really look forward to reading the applications from any of you who are interested and or connecting with you over on Instagram. And I really hope that this episode was helpful. It was definitely a little bit vulnerable for me to open up around and speak about, but I hope that this gives you an idea of what truly is available to you and possible for you on the other side of of healing your relationship to your womanhood and your femininity and the feminine principle. As a larger concept as well. So, yeah, my loves, I am going to wrap up here. I am giving you all a huge hug and sending lots and lots of love your way. And I will be back to connect with you very, very soon in this space and also over on Instagram. If you're not already following me there, I would love to have you over there. And I will talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you enjoy this show, I would love so much if you subscribed and left a five-star rating and review. And if you liked this episode, be sure to share it so we can spread this mission together far and wide. You can connect with me on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch and head to goddessbrandco.com for show notes and ways to work with me. Sending so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode.